Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Episode 30 of Season 2. Kevin, what number is this in total? 81. 81. 81. Thought, no, it's 82, isn't it? Hold on. According to this, so... Oh my god, yeah, because we didn't put in last week's. This is oh. episode 82. Are you going off of the spreadsheet? Yeah. Yeah, I well, haven't yeah, updated the spreadsheet. 82, because that was last week was 81 with Chris and Andrew and that 82. That's awesome out here. Yeah, I gotta update that spreadsheet. I gotta do that. Whoops. Wait, before but- we keep going, before we keep going, we want to give uh one of our fared favorite guests. Uh, our favorite Duke Blue Devil. Wish him a happy birthday. Cyrus, happy birthday, sir. We got to have you back on soon to talk about the NBA. And yeah, I just need to make sure I got that out there. Yeah, happy birthday, Cyrus. Uh, when you see this, it's probably going to be late, but hey, at least we wish you a happy birthday at some point, right? That is very, very true. I texted him at least. Uh, well, you sent the text like late, yes, like late last night. And I was like, I'm going to bed, so I will... Do it later. You'll get, him the ne- you'll get him the next week. Yeah, I'll get him next time. <laughs> yeah, I'll just put him <laughs> in my phone. Get him next year. Um, all right. So tonight, guys, there's no special guest. There's no anything else. We are legit just diving into the craziness of all the sports that's going on right now. Like behind me, mm-hmm. they're showing the highlights from the Lakers Warriors game last night. Most likely, we are going to be recording during the Celtics game. I'm going to be half paying attention to what's going on, just to be completely honest. So I'm going to have the game on, and I need the Celtics to win because they look like dog shit the other night. Even though they only they lost definitely... by like four or five points, it was not a good game. Um, but we'll get into that all. First, we're going to stay with our normal normal ways of weekly sports update. I thought this was the coolest thing out of all the sports updates that we got on this list, Kevin, the Las Vegas Aces have their own facility. Yeah, I saw the little virtual tour that they did. That's incredible. And I'm honestly shocked that none of them have had their own facility for a while. I mean, I guess it kind of made sense that, you know, because some of them, you know, have a a featured NBA team that they use the NBA facility. But for the fact that this is going to be the first one, and this comes off of an awesome championship run they had last year, mm-hmm. it's super well-deserved. I thought it was phenomenal. Candace Parker's quote, I've never had my own locker. Yeah. Ever Crazy. Since being part of the WNBA to now have my own locker is unreal. I love that. It is, like you mentioned, yeah. no, really, there's only one or two. Oh, no, the Sky play at the, in Chicago in the same arena. So you have, what, three or four teams that share a facility, correct? Like the Phoenix teams share facility. Phoenix shares, I New know. York. New York shares with Brooklyn now. Yep. But they, but you know, they use the Brooklyn facilities previously. The Knicks they used to do when they used to do MSG. Then um, you have Chicago. I don't think they use the Bulls facilities. Do do the uh, Mystics use the Wizards? Because I would feel like they would. 
I would feel like the Wizards and the Mystics may. I feel like the Bulls and the Sky don't for whatever reason. Um, and maybe the Atlanta team does, but yeah, I don't. I don't. I really. Maybe I should have done more research, but maybe I. Maybe most of them don't partner with their NBA counterparts. All right. So here's five NBA women's five WNBA teams have direct NBA counterparts and normally play in the same arena. Wow, we totally missed one that plays with two different teams. Technically, Indiana yeah. Fever. Yep, L.A. Right. L.A. The Mystic. Uh, the Lynx. The Liberty and the Mercury. So the rest have their own facility or their own place where they play. Um, and like majority of us probably know, they're not always the best looking facilities. It's kind of like the G League. Um, so I love the fact that the Aces got their own facility. I hope this is a stepping point or a, a step in the right direction for the rest of the WNBA where these women are getting their own facilities and they're not having to basically take everything that they own in and out of the facilities every single time they go somewhere. Um, so hats off to the aces for that. I love it. I think it's going to be phenomenal. Uh, like I mentioned, the virtual tour is sick. So if you haven't watched I, it, watch it. I think one of my favorite things is that they even have a shop in the store. So mm. I'm curious, is this, practice facility like are they going to allow tours for like fans are they is it open on a regular basis because i mean if you have a team shop in there i'm assuming you're gonna have it open for fans if they come by uh but i thought that was something that was cool and it was something that's different i definitely think you're going to have um the ability to do tours especially for like season ticket holders or yeah. for um potential season ticket holders that you want to bring in that because from my day working in ticket sales that was the biggest draw was let's bring you in maybe sit in on a practice da, 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 da. so you got that going um i bet that's how they'll do it so continuing though with basketball mr joel Embiid finally mm-hmm. won his first mvp i would have to say this is like two three years too late i think he deserved it a long time ago but happy for the man uh definitely a good individual to be a part of the nba for sure yeah i don't really have any comments i kind of agree with you on that sense because i thought he probably should have had it last year but they gave you know the joker another one but i i I almost think it's like they kind of ran out of people to give it to it's like you could you give it to Giannis again he gave it Joker already. Oh, who haven't we given that? Oh, yeah, you know what? MB looks like he did all right. Let's just give it to him. Because I feel like in the previous years, I feel like he had better numbers than what he has now. But, hey, he shout out to him. He definitely had better numbers, but at the same time, um, I think I think a lot of voters got to the point of what has Jokic or Giannis done to improve upon their MVP statuses? Mm-hmm. No offense, I don't think they have. They're phenomenal basketball players in their own right, own right, but they're not really going to take that next step even further. Um, but that's what my thoughts are. Um, 
some other news that's not sports related. Well, technically sports related because of his brother, but they finally arrested Jackson Holmes on assault and sexual battery charges yesterday, this morning or late last night. So there's that. Yeah. Next. <laughs> Next. All right. I think this one's fun. Uh, Nico Sparks and Snoop Dogg are putting in a bid to buy the Ottawa Senators. I don't know what Snoop Dogg like has with Canada or is interested in. I I saw that. I'm like, why? So but then again, it's Snoop Dogg, and if Snoop Dogg likes it, I will accept it. They interviewed him about this. I saw the interview yesterday. I thought I sent it to you guys, to you and Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, he said he's been watching hockey for thirty plus years. He I believe loves, it. He's he, a huge sports fan. Snoop. He loves hockey, and he loves the simple fact that he's starting to see more people or more players his skin color out on the ice. So. He loves it. He's like, we got a great, you know, you got great playoffs going on with the NBA and this and that and the NHL. He goes, in Canada, you know, hockey is everything. That's the net. It's technically not even the national sport of Canada. Lacrosse is. But they love their hockey. We all know that. Um, They basically, basically said he wants to be able to be a part of an ownership group where there is, they'd be the first black owners. In the NHL incredible. history. And Snoop said he already has a plan to create a hockey program. Snoop's program. It's like Snoop's hockey or whatever it's going to be called. And it's meant to help kids of, of you know, African-American descent, black individuals or, 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 you know, different races. Let's just put it that way. I don't want to sound horrible on this and get canceled and get yelled at. But different races to be able to have the opportunity to go play hockey instead of just playing basketball or baseball or some other sport. Um, I think that's amazing. I love every little bit of it. Yeah. Love Snoop Dogg. And I have a short story. I just think Snoop is just the truest of professionals. So if you remember WrestleMania that just passed, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I ever told you this story, if you ever heard about this. So Snoop Dogg at this year's recent WrestleMania he was in a segment in which he was with the wrestler The Miz, and Shane McMahon came out as a surprise wrestler for The Miz. During the match, Shane McMahon completely tore his knee right Ooh. in the beginning of the match. And literally, Snoop Dogg, as the truest professional he is, literally stepped in and they improvised a finish for the match. Oh my God. He's like on the mic. He's throwing punches at the Miz. The ref told him to go ahead and go do a people's elbow and to count to three. And they ended the segment so that they can get Shane McMahon the hell out of there since he like pretty much tore his. Tore, he actually it ended up being a, a like a torn quad, torn both his quads. Oh, ow, yeah, ow, ow, ow. it's crazy. I do um, love that, but. Shout out to Snoop Dogg. Now he's getting involved in hockey. Because I know I watched his uh he had a, a program that he did for football. He still so has like, it. Yeah, he still I has it. I think he that. still does it. Yeah. Like there was even like a little 
show on it where like the goal was to reach like Snoop's championship. Yeah, and then With the little kids. Um, who was it? He there's a few players that played played at Oregon that were actually part of his program. D'Anthony Thomas. Yes, I, I couldn't remember if it if it was D'Anthony Thomas. I'm like that's making me feel really old. Um, D'Anthony if- Thomas was that dude at Oregon. If anybody watched Oregon during that time of the mid 2000s, early 2010s when we were in school. Anthony Thomas was that dude. He was he was the Tavon Austin of Oregon. Yeah, just probably a slight bit go, faster and a little. All bit the smaller. kids, all the kids, just go YouTube the Anthony Thomas Oregon highlights and just enjoy. All right, and who's winning? Uh, it hasn't started yet. The game starts at eight, but Embiid is right. out there warming up. Amazing. Um, so good for him. Mm-hmm. I hope. I don't think Harden will have the same game now that Embiid is going to be back. But as long as the Celtics win, I'm okay with it. <laughs> they just need to win. If they go down 2 nothing, not a good sign. But we will talk about that. We have a bunch of stuff to talk about. Um, another thing with ownership, looks like J.J. Watt and his wife have become minority owners of Burnley, uh, Burnley Football Club, which is a premier going to be moving into the premier need the premier league next season so in a couple of months they'll be part of a premier league soccer team football team oh so, nice congratulations you guys i guess you're you know jj watt's been a little bored since retirement started so i mean need something to do might as well just you know run a team i dig it i i was talking to my buddy months ago when the uh, lottery was what billion a billion dollars or more um and we were talking about it. I was like, if I won, I'd get a sports team. And then you have to figure out the sports teams you could buy. And I'm like, oh, those are god-awful teams. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Like, ooh, ooh. I don't know if I would do that. Maybe not. Yeah, you, you would probably have to take, like, a team like the shittiest team. The Ottawa, like... the Ottawa Senators was one of them. No offense to oh. Snoop Dogg. And... Who, who are the others? Um. I want to say the Timberwolves were part of the list. Um, I mean, do you really the want to A's, Minnesota? The oh, yeah, the A's has got to be really bad. And there was a few. There was uh, the Florida Panthers. For the hockey? Yeah, for hockey. They just okay. beat the Bruins. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that was the big stuff. Um, but let's talk about West Virginia. There's been a lot of stuff going on West Virginia-wise. As of, Lots. The past couple of weeks or past week since we spoke. Um, let's start off with the baseball team. We might be a baseball school. We might be a baseball school. Crazy. We're ranked, we're ranked number 12 in the nation. I don't think I've ever seen us rank that high in a very long time in anything. So that's like super, super special. I'm like. Cool. We're then I think. Texas Tech is the only team better than us in the Big 12. Yeah. You know, Texas has Texas money. But uh, but shout out to the series, that baseball team. You know, I do I don't know if you remember back in school where they played on that shitty field oh that God. was behind the Coliseum and Dude, behind that, the shell building. That field that, was god awful. 
Yeah, and now that after like when we left, they moved into that beautiful park that they share with the uh, West Virginia Black Bears, and now and it's they're they're living it. They're absolutely living it. So I'm excited for the baseball team. I, I try to keep up as much as I can. Uh, Coach Maisie has done an incredible job yep. recruiting the team and getting the team to buy in, and. And even their family, like they love West Virginia. Both, I think the wife works as like part of like the country road trust interviewing players. So, you know, just shout out to the baseball team for putting us on the map. I need a baseball jersey now. Yeah. Um, Nike, West Virginia, y'all need to start Anyone. selling these baseball jerseys because they are actually fire. Yeah. And I won't lie, they are better than the football jerseys, in my opinion. And I can Probably wear it all the time. Could look better. Yeah. yeah, that's a summer jersey, bro. Like I walk around with my shirt, you know, the, it unbuttoned a little bit, be a little comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, y'all start start producing these because you got this fan base that'll buy everything that you make. So we, Huggins has already said that you make something that has West Virginia on it that says Nike or what, or just has the flying dub V. It is sold out. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. So, um, biggest surprise. I would have to say is Jimmy Bell and Mathis both entering the transfer portal. Mathis was a big surprise for the running backs, but like you and I discussed, not as surprising because Donaldson and the other younger um, running backs in the running back group. Jalen Anderson and Justin Anderson, I believe are their names. Mm -hmm. And they showed up in the OK State game. Yeah. So. He wants a bigger role on a team. You know, he's he's just not going to get it with us. mm -mm. Um, So, yeah, I think I'm sorry. I I think I messed up. It's it's Justin Anderson and then Justin Johnson. He's the smaller one. Yeah, so, but they both are physical freaks of just they like to power through people. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, Donaldson is six two. I don't think we've ever had a running back that big ever. And then Johnson is the speedy, speedy one. And then yeah. Anderson is the in between where he's he can go through you and go right past you. Yeah, I remember the OK State game last year, and it was because it was all rain. Like there was no way we were throwing the ball, and they just kept giving it to the running backs. I'm pretty sure. Anderson had two 60-yard-plus touchdown runs in that game. And yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but he at least had one. And it was unreal because he just powered through Oklahoma State. Yes. Um, and we had him beat Oklahoma State in I don't know how many tries. So so many. It's been a while. So it's that was a good win. Well, game has started. And the 76ers have the ball first. Oh, we're keeping a small lineup to start. Who's who's in the lineup for the Celtics? So it's Horford, Brown, White, Smart, and Tatum. I thought Rob Williams would start because Embiid is starting. Mm, maybe they want to keep him as long as possible on the bench so he doesn't get in foul trouble early. Well, he's also coming back from a heart tough injuries all like last year and coming back from injuries this year a little bit. So I know they want to keep him fresh for a long run. So, but I think it's a combination of both what you said of foul trouble and health. 
Um, but Jimmy Bell, let's talk about that real quick. He entered the portal in the fo- for football and basketball. Yeah. So he can go play either spot, and I'm pretty sure he has two years of eligibility left for football and one year for basketball. Something like that. It's weird. It's super confusing. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But at the same time, you know, Jimmy Bell, hell of a story. We talked about that, like, he lost, like, over, like, 40 pounds during the offseason to get in shape for basketball because he was overweight. You know, in the beginning of the year, he was playing great. You know, he always – he started every game for most of the games. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mary. He started most of the games for basketball, but – He started every game. Yeah, but he just didn't produce as many results. Like, he would yeah. – every day he comes up with, like, two rebounds, three rebounds, and you're the biggest guy on the floor. That's like kind of unacceptable. They showed his stat line before he could transfer, and he was averaging like a double double. Yeah, he comes to West Virginia. He averaged like five and seven. Yeah, five and seven, and like that's just not going to cut in the Big Twelve. Like you're yeah. a big guy, you need to get those rebounds. So, I feel you know it sucks, but at the same time, we have a scholarship number we got to reach. Um, yeah, you know, and we 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 filled it. We had to. Yeah, we filled it. We filled his spot. Like. Jesse Edwards from Syracuse is taller than him and and can shoot. Yep, and he has experience and be able to have the ability to rebound, you know, ten plus. So um, but, well, it's nice... Jimmy Bell, you know, luck wherever yeah. he goes. But I, uh, I yeah, hope he, I'm excited he, for West Virginia basketball. I hope he lands somewhere where he can be successful. Um, but you know, talking about basketball, still we got one of the best. Raekwon Battles. I think he's a point guard or shooting guard. Yeah, Raekwon Battle from Montana State. He averaged 17 points per game. He went somewhere Um, else before he was at Montana State, right? uh, I believe so. He went somewhere, Juco, before he went to Montana State. But apparently the guy is a bucket. Um, Now, I I don't mean to be uh, negative Nancy here, but again... Yeah, 17 points per game. Got him to an NCAA tournament game. Um, but again, you played at Montana State. I just, you know, I want to know how that 17 points is going to translate to Big 12 play. Are you going to? Well, they lost to Kansas State. Okay. Do we and know how much he put? 27. Hey, yo. Okay. And they lost by 12. Which is not terrible for a team like that. So, hey, you know, I'm 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 loving all the stuff that we've had for basketball. I wish we had these type ah. of moves for football. Go ahead. He looks like he found something important. So he started his career at Washington, University oh. of Washington. Okay. He went there for two years. Um and then transferred to Montana State. His first year at Montana State, he did not start any games. He was on the bench. He came in and played 17 minutes a game, averaged eight and a half points a game. Okay. He went from averaging eight and a half points to being a starter full time, playing 30 plus minutes a game. And 17 plus. 17 points. It's pretty legit. Let's see what he can bring because yeah, we have brought on. Not just him, but Jose Perez. We also have the other transfer from Man- Manhattan coming in as well. Omar Silverio, yep. So you have guys that are buckets. 
Yeah, so he where don't need to average fit? 17. Where does he fit? Does he well, I, is he a starter? Because I, I think your Jose Perez is 100% your starting is starting. So I saw like the projected starting lineups that everybody's been doing. So like I've listened, watched like the guys on uh, Country Roads Confidential. Even the, the voice of Motown has them. This kind of as a lineup. And I think his name is Mike Assey. He works for like the, the West Virginia now, whatever they talk, whatever it is. But um, the projected lineup is supposed to be you have Jose Perez at the one, Kerr Creesa at the two, or flip-flops. Raekwon Battles comes in as like a third guard. Trey Mitchell is your four. Mm-hmm. And then Jesse Edwards comes in at the five. Yeah. And that has been what is projected as their starting lineup, which is kind of crazy. Um, And just to think about, you still have Joe Toussaint that comes off the bench. James Okonkwu will be able to relieve uh, the big guys. Same with Muhammad Wagi when he yeah, gets healthy. I just think you have Perkrisa who will come off the bench. You have Kobe Johnson. We've got to get deeper. Seth at the Wilson. Forward. Yeah, you've got to get deeper at the forwards, though, because right now it looks like it's only three forwards. And you lose Jimmy Bell, so you, you have Okonkwu and Muhammad Wagu. Yeah, um, so you have Muhammad Wagu, who's going to, you know, help relieve <laughs> Jesse. Oh, yeah, and then you have Jesse. Um, and then James would would relieve Trey. And then you're, the place that gets iffy is you have guys like Kobe Johnson. He's a tweener. Mm-hmm. You have Seth Wilson. Is he even going to be able to play with Jose and, Om- and Omar? I, that's, the, that's the question. Cause, and then you still have guys like, had some Nick that's still there who's a wingman and Josiah Harris who played pretty well in spurts. So there is, it's gonna, they're gonna literally fight each other for playing time. Hey, you know what? But at I'm the okay same, with that. Yeah, but exactly. So, you know, I think I listened to a couple, uh, Jay Koontz, shout out to Jay Koontz, who is their director of recruiting. He talked about the glaring thing that we were missing last year was depth. Mm-hmm. And we got, we're yeah. getting depth, and I, and I shudder to think that we're done, but I still think we're gonna lose. Somebody's not gonna be on this team who, who we talked about, and a new person's gonna come in. I oh, just yeah. don't know who. Well, the funny—it's crazy to think like, yeah, I sent that thing over to you guys earlier. So many college for football, so many kids transfer in and out of schools. Yeah, no one's close to Colorado with fifty-seven at this mm-hmm. point. But we were like saying how it sucks because we're seeing so many guys from West Virginia transfer out. We're not even like one of the worst schools. Yeah. We I'm thinking, oh, we had like 15 guys, probably 20 guys, somewhere in that range transfer out. No, no, no. The lowest that they had on that list was like 24, 22. I'm like, oh, we weren't there. That's not us. Okay, cool. Yeah. We don't usually win in the transfer portal for for football. We kind of did this year. We're getting some good transfers in for the wide receiver and Jalen Ellis. We also got the DN from Florida coming up to us. DN from Florida? Mm-hmm. I think he's from Florida. What's his name? Uh, Tywin Brad, uh, Tyron Bradley. I think that dude is from Texas because he no, went to Abilene Christian. I saw he was SEC. 
Hold on. What's his name? All right, hold on. I'm going to look it up. Let me see. Tyron. Tyron. Bradley. Sorry, everyone. We're all trying to uh, figure this out. Tywin Bradley. Yeah, he did go to Abilene Christian. You are correct about that. But I did His see... first school is, you're correct, was Florida. Was Florida. Okay. So, yeah, he originally... Well, I guess he went from Florida down and then transferred to Abilene Christian uh, and then went back up. So he's one of those, I guess... Maybe he didn't like playing where he was or where his status was uh, for, you know, at Florida, transferred to get more playing time. And then. Hey, yeah. I'm OK with it. But to my point, West Virginia seems to usually lose when it comes to football transfers. Right. We're seeing I seem this year we're doing OK. I think we're in a, an iffy OK spot. Yeah. The basketball team is the mm -hmm. best team to get any type of transfer. We win it. The past two years, we have won the transfer portal. Like, holy yeah. crap. Like, Huggins, they said Huggins can't keep up with the times. Oh, he's 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 keeping up. And keeping up a lot. Like, oh, yeah. He's, he's, like, shutting everybody up that, like, oh, he, he won't live, be able to win on the transfer portal. And he's won. I think won time after time after time. I mean... We didn't get the guy from Pitt. He went to Oklahoma. And then the other guy from Iowa State ended up going to Missouri. But at the same time, we kind of had our back against the wall with those ones because of the fact that we got Jesse. We, and we... we technically didn't have a scholarship to offer that guy. Yeah. Because we didn't have one. So, you know, he was just, he was literally going to be like, the only thing we could talk about would be, all right, well, you know, if you want to come to us, come to us. Maybe you're gonna be able to walk on, make with some NIL money, but you know we could definitely use you on our team. If you commit, we'll make room for you. Yeah, but you know what? That's but okay. I will say, you know, football. Uh, you know, the thing about football is just we we haven't had like the big splash name, and that's why I think like our fan base is probably like, yo, like what is going on? Like, you know, you don't have like we don't ha we don't have that like flashy name coming from a different school. It's a lot of the guys have been coming from like the, the mid majors, you know, like the guys, the two guys from Kent state, the one guy coming up from Buffalo, uh, the guy, the kicker from Georgia state. Like, so they're not the quote unquote sexier names coming to us, but they got to be able to do what they got to do. And I look at it as, you know, those guys have an opportunity where, if they were at their previous schools, yes, they'd be like the top number one option or like maybe second or third. But if you come to us and you show that you're going to be able to play and bring something to the table, like you're going to be beloved coming to a, a school like us. And yeah. if you can win here for Morgantown and the fans of West Virginia, then it's going to mean 10 times more as if you were – Oh, I won, but you know, I was like second or third string for like Penn State, you know. I agree. If you win in Morgantown, no, no matter what, you you're win. immortal. You're, you're immortal. Like, immortal down if, there. If the team wins against Pitt, every single person on that team will be memor will be immortalized. Yeah. In the rights in 
at Morgantown. Well, every single player, every player will be there, and it's going to be crazy. Yes. Um, Which we will be there for this year. Yes, sir. Um, Let's talk about the NFL draft with the West Virginia players real quick before Mm -hmm. we dive into the actual sports talk and the draft talk. Um, First off, congratulations, Dante Stills, being selected in the sixth round to the Cardinals. It is also horrible that he's the only West Virginia player to be selected. Yeah, super tough. Super tough. Uh, But I I just... Dante, he's the one of the only guys that a lot of people always talk about that always jumped off your TV screen. So mm-hmm. he got picked. I what sixth round by the Cardinals. Yep. Um, did you know his brother is no longer Darius is done playing football? Really? Yeah. Apparently, you know how he he was not did not get drafted, but he signed with the Chiefs afterwards or whoever after. Yeah. Uh, apparently, signed with them, signed with another team, and a lot of injuries. So he medically yeah. had to retire from the sport of football. So sad day for him, but hey, you know what? He still made some decent money playing on a practice squad or being whatever in the NFL. So good for you. Um, Maybe he comes to be a GA for our as an alum. Hey. You know, we could get to, you know that you already have you know some solid coaches on there right now. Who wouldn't love to have? You know, Darius Stills as a GA for the defensive line. I mean, I, I would love that. Um, that would be incredible. And then you had, not too long after the draft, Sam James signed with the Rams. So, mm-hmm. good for him. I honestly think that's a good spot for him. Only reason I say that is because the Rams don't have many options besides Cooper Cup. And that and one Cooper Cup's coming off an injury. Yeah, and the, uh, that other white dude they have. Um and you mean it. the tight end? No, I thought they had Higby? another. Is that Hig? Is the? I thought they had another white wide receiver too. I could be wrong, but yeah, um, I mean, I, maybe I just just too, too, too. I just can't remember him. Um, so that happened. I I think he has a shot to make that team. The one guy I think that should have a shot, and if he does not make the Giants roster, will make another team's roster. Is Bryce Ford Wheaton? Yeah, he. That was sad that he was not drafted. He should have been, like when the Patriots selected those two wide receivers. I was pissed. <laughs> I'm like, you took a guy that has, that his freshman year did really well, and then like fell off the face of the the planet, and then you took a guy that's, Kevin's height. Damn, like, terrible. You had a dude that will is a ball hawk. That yes, he has to work on a couple of things, but he's there and can win the game, like win the ball, like pick up, and, and no one did. So shocking. I really hope that Bryce is able to show what he can do and sticks with the Giants because same situation. The Giants don't have. A ton of receivers. You know, All they right. do if, have who if I'm who? looking right now, so I just pulled up the the projected mm-hmm. Giants uh depth chart. Okay. So if we're looking at wide receivers right now, so your left side would be you have Isaiah Hodgins, you have Darius Slayton on the other side, and then Paris Campbell, who they just recently picked up. 
then the second string you would have is their their second round pick, uh, Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee, Sterling Shepard, and then Wandale Robinson, who was you know really good for them last year. Mm-hmm. They also in the third string, it's a bunch of nobodies, but you have uh, Jameson Crowder who signed with the Giants. He signed then, with the, wow, he's yeah. Ugh. Then you also have fourth string where you have uh David Sills, West Virginia alum, and then the fifth string is where you have Bryce Ford Wheaton. So if I'm looking at if you think the Giants probably keep, you know, six to eight wide receivers, maybe depending. And then, you know, maybe the practice squad, but uh I definitely think it's just going to be tough. If he could prove that he can be a resource more than, you know, some of these veteran guys. And from what I understand, one of Bryce for favorite things to do is play special teams. Yeah. Maybe so he the, can make it as a special teams guy. Dude, if he, I hate the giants. We all know ah. this. But if he made, I love Bryce for Wheaton. I thought when he played West Virginia, he was phenomenal. He was one of the yeah. best players we've ever seen to play in the wide receiver spot since Tavon and Sedman. And I'll throw Kevin White in there because Kevin White at West Virginia was phenomenal. Absolute beast. I would get myself a Bryce for Wheaton jersey just to have it because I think that'd be cool. Um, I, I want also, his trading card so I can put it with the rest of my collection. Well, they have West Virginia ones of him, so you can get that. Um, hopefully, yeah. I gotta get it. Make sure I gotta get it signed, like it's an ah, autograph. Or something. You gotta get the autograph one. I think I saw some on, on eBay, but all right, don't tell me that because then I want to like search for it. No, well, I will send you a link then. Uh, great. <laughs> um, all right, so Kevin, out of the thought you know that you were going to actually wear something basketball related, I was expecting the near Knicks jersey, something tonight. You are going complete opposite and throwing us a curveball. So what I did it got? last year too because I it came up on my memories where oh you and gosh. Andrew both had Celtics gear and I wore a Steelers jersey also because oh, probably because the draft was at the same time. So yeah, tonight's jersey that fits nice and snug over me. Uh, it is Mister Number Thirty Nine from. Old Bridge, New Jersey, Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, honestly, one of the best trades we've done has been getting him a couple of years back. Uh, he's just a phenomenal player. Uh, Jersey guy, got to support. And yeah, you know, we were. I figured we would talk about NFL draft today. So uh, we'll rock this jersey. And yeah, Merritt talked about me wearing Knicks gear. I have worn... All most of my Knicks jerseys. So unless something bad happens, if the Knicks win next week, I will try and find another one because I've worn my Spreewell jersey because I've literally looked back at the at the past videos. I've worn Spreewell. I've worn Deuce McBride, who I got. Mm-hmm. I wore Emmanuel quickly. I've worn my Allen Houston jersey. And... You know, those are my main ones. So I have to double check to see what other Knicks jerseys I have in the in the in the coop. But uh yeah, that's what I got. And Merritt, obviously, for some fact the Celtics are playing tonight, 
you're wearing the jersey that you bought with me, which I'm honored. I I had to rock the uh the uh championship, you know, the city edition jersey for of Jason Tatum. Um sad they didn't have that when we went to Boston. I'm just sad they had nothing. That was there. That's I will say if we're talking about like going into stores, Boston is probably the the, the Celtics one was lackluster and that Look, broke my heart. Well, let's put it this way. If you're going to a Celtics game, go to the store outside the stadium underground next to the train station because they had a shitload of stuff. Like I got my mm-hmm. dope ass uh, Mitchell Ness jacket down there. That that jacket, very great buy. I'm very glad I convinced you to buy. I, I'm glad you did too. Except when I came home and I saw that it was on sale on Fanatics and I went, really? But okay, hold on. So listen to me. So you went to the arena, you bought it at the arena. It is a that's true. It is a it is you bought merch. That's true. If you were to buy that at home, you that would just be another jacket that you just added to your collection. So you bought merch that day when you went when we went to the Celtics game against the Knicks. Um, but yeah, so that's my thought process. That's my thought process when I go to these things is that I'm not buying just another jersey. This is merch. It's a it's a memorable thing to memorize the moment of our time together. I like it. I like that way of thinking, sir. Yes. Um, if you're if Ashley gives you issues, just just be like Kevin said. I bought merch, so this is merch. This is different. Now she, that over there, I bought as a jacket. When when she uh she she. She saw how much it was, and I was. She goes, "Really?" I go, "Gives a fuck. It's, it's my money." There you go. It's fine. It's good. We're all good. Um, so there's that. Well, let's just dive into this. We've been talking about sports and stuff for a while. We've been going off for 45 minutes. Holy crap! Uh, and we have a lot more to talk about. Um, it's gonna be a Cyrus type episode. Uh, the past like 20 episodes have been like a Cyrus type episode with how long they've been. Not last week's. We were last week was like a good, a good last week time was frame. good, which is shocking because Chris was on. Um, True, and we didn't go off the rails. Not too bad. All right, so let's talk about it. let's talk about sports, like we always do. But <laughs> that's, that, that's the title of the talk, is the title of the segment is called "We Go and Talk About All Sports." Mm-hmm. So let's start off with the NBA, um, just because that is our bread and butter. That's what you and I know more than any other sport. Uh, and that's that what we is, love the most. That is the truth. <clears throat> NBA playoffs. We are into the quarterfinals, but I want to talk about one game before the quarterfinals started. Was the game seven Dubs Kings game? I I don't even like they were so like I watched up until halftime, and the Kings were winning by like two. Breaks my heart, man. I really wanted to light the beam. And then they lost by like twenty. Do you you want to know what vibes I get when like thinking about that? I literally relive early two thousands Lakers versus Kings, like that was literally Lakers versus Kings all over again. Like if I'm a Sacramento fan and I remember that moment, like they probably had flashbacks because that's exactly what the feeling was. I feel like they were all just like sad and crying. Um, but yeah, I know, I know one of my sister's friends actually went to one of the playoff games. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, he wrote a big post about like 
man, like I really I'm like so sad right now. I really wish they could have made it on, but I'm just so like happy that I got to like see them in the playoffs after like so many years of being mediocre and being such a poor fan guys franchise, which is like that's the kind of silver lining I try to take away from that game is like, man, we were not thinking of the Kings to be like that at all this year. No, like, we- talk about like absolute surprise. I do remember I remember we were talking about in the beginning of the season, like, oh, the Kings are like third place in the West. That'll probably, you know, and they fall. stayed there. They didn't even miss a beat. Like, kudos to DeMontis Sabonis. You know, he was originally just supposed to be like a throw-in because the main thing was getting Tyler Hallib- Tyrese Halliburton to Indiana. And it ended up working out that he's Sabonis was huge. And he's been a better bit for the Kings than Halliburton's been for the Pacers. It's funny because they tend to I don't think I've seen a trade where both teams actually won. Halliburton, all-star, doing great, but Sabonis with Fox, man, what a duo. I well deserved what, two guys on the all-star team this year, too. I can't wait to see what they do next year. I think the only reason they lost is because they're a young team. They had yeah. one person of real playoff experience in Harrison Barnes. Um, and he's got his ring with the the Warriors, but um, it's what happens. This is basketball. It's just the fun part about it. And then last night, the Lakers just go out and trounce the Warriors. AD put up 30 and 20. The first Laker player to do that since Shaq. Yeah. Honestly, I was watching the game. I think I fell asleep towards the end because it was late. I didn't watch it. I just, I knew, I knew. I had a feeling they were going to win that game just because I remember AD, he started 9 for 10, just making everything, making all his shots. And I'm like, this is different. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember I kept, like, watching and seeing, like, the Warriors would be up by, like, 5. And then the Lakers come back to be up by 4. And then Warriors are up by 2. Lakers up by 5. Warriors up by seven. Lakers up by ten. It's just this series, that Lakers series versus the Warriors. Man, I'm. It's gonna be. You gave me a thumbs up. That's actually really. Funny. I don't know why I did that, but watch this play. Uh oh, what do you got? So right now we got. Oh, what in God's name happened watch, there? Watch. He gets close to him, just barely. Oh my God. He he sneezed on him and then he freaking fell. Oh my god! I'm he sorry. won an Academy Award, but that is not a foul. He won an Oscar for that oh move right there. Oh my god! If he could be a talk- WWE wrestler. That was that was a he, he took a bump, took a wrestling he, bump. He is, besides like Marcus Smart and a few other players, one of the biggest floppers in the NBA. That is one thing I hate about Joel Embiid. He flops like no other. Took and a then complains and tries was- to. Tries to yell and fight each fight someone like last year when he tried to fight Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart was like, "Yeah, I ain't having any of this. Oh He's just God. gonna beat the crap out of you anyway." Yeah, but I I gotta say I'm excited for that Warriors Lakers matchup. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I I that's hands down going at least six games. I can't. I'm go, I, it goes seven. It's going all seven. I think. Oh man, I they go all seven. God, I I I. In my heart, that's just I just have this feeling that 
the Lakers are would pull that out if it goes seven. If I'm the Warriors, I'm trying to win this as you, quick as possible. The Warriors need to just bang out four straight wins, or they are doomed. They're gonna they're gonna be in trouble if they get Lakers in seven, in my opinion. Yeah. It's it what's scary is it's leading up to what you and I the, we've talked about a few weeks ago. Oh my god, don't even get me started. I don't want I don't even want to like think it's about crazy. that because it is crazy would, to think that. I've never thought it I would have fathomed it this year. I've always wanted it, but I didn't think I would fathom it and have it happen this year for something. And I'm not gonna talk nope, about it until it gets it. close. I'll be honest, if something like that happens. Like, what are we? Are we not gonna? We're probably not gonna be able to record for a week because I won't be able to. It, record. it just be too also too stressful. I did so. I was let's purposes last week. I was in Boston on Tuesday, right? The Celtics played at home. If I had not left to come back home, back down here, I would have been at the game. You know how much the tickets oh, were? Yeah. Hundred five bucks against the Hawks. Nosebleed. I don't care. Five bucks, but that's solid for a playoff game. For game one. Two nights ago, 115 bucks. Why is it so cheap? If, and this is an if, because we never know how these series will go. They should go all seven. They should go all four, whatever it is. If these Celtics make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and tickets are anywhere from 150 to 200 bucks, I will be going. If the Celtics make it to the NBA Finals, I will not be going because those tickets would be like 500, 600 bucks. Um, but if I can find a cheap one, you can bet your ass. My ass will be in that arena. See, if I, I can't even say that for the Knicks because I have, if the Knicks make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, I would have to sell my parents' house to just be like on the, just to be on the outside of the building because I wouldn't be able to afford how much MSG pricing would be. I bet you nosebleeds for MSG would probably be at least like 350. Probably. Um also at the Red Sox game, I just went on Instagram real quick. Um the Olivia uh Picaro Pichardo, the first woman to play NCAA Division One ba- baseball throughout the first pitch at Fenway Park tonight. Shout out to Good her. for her. Like, let's go, girl. Like, that's awesome. Look at you. Not the best it. first pitch. I'm putting on my story so y'all can go watch it. Um, not the greatest first pitch out there, but still, that is okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but now let's talk about you mentioned your Knicks. Mm-hmm. They had tied up the series one-one. Much needed tie. You know what? They barely won. I saw the final score. I don't watch any of the game, so I can't say anything about the game. I didn't watch any of it. But they barely beat a team without Jimmy Butler. You know, I will give Miami credit that Gabe Vincent guy. I don't even know where the hell that guy came from. He was un Gabe, but Vincent, he's I'm pretty sure was undrafted. Yeah, he's another one of those Spolster guys that just plays plays the system well. Um, I I think this is going to be a very very tough series. Um, if you saw the stat line, like. You and pretty much they gave it. You got a hell of a game from R.J. Barrett. Julius came back strong. Josh Hart was a an assist away from a triple double. You know Jalen Brunson thirty points. But 
to just stray away from the series for a second, I just want to say I love how all of the Knicks, like, former players are just rallying around this team. I do love that. Absolutely loving going to the game. Like, yesterday you had Carmelo Anthony and Amari Stoudemire at the game. John Starks was at the game. Game one, you had Patrick Ewing there and Latrell Sprewell. Yep. Like all of the was star- it Alan, was Allen Houston there? I thought well, I saw Alan, I Alan thought Houston he is there. he's there every game. He works for the Knicks. He's part oh, okay. of the okay. player personnel department. So like you have Allen Houston there. Like everyone just coming back to support the Knicks. I love it so much. Marcus Camby was there game one. Like all the guys that like I grew up watching are there to support this team and they love this team. And I hope that they continue to keep coming, supporting these Knicks and shout out. Like, I think who else was Bernard King was there. Mm-hmm. Like every person was there. Wall Clive Frazier, he works for MSG. So he's always there. So I just want them to make sure they keep coming to support these Knicks uh, to help bring that competitive advantage when they're at home. It's, this is a tough series against Miami, but again, Seven games, anything can happen. We need to make sure we at least get one out of Miami if we're trying to really win this series. If we fall down 3-1, I don't think we have enough in the tank to no, come I, back from that. I don't think so either. You have to take the next split one it. of the next we have two. To split. We have to split it. And like I feel like you, if you split, like say you win, you you lose game three. Let's just say you lose game three. Usually that's what happens is you go home. You the home team typically will t- typically wins that game, mm-hmm. right? You win game four. You come home. If you do not win game five at home, that series is over. Now I and I say very that true. Go only, ahead. I only say that because the crowd in Miami this year around this team has been ridiculous. But it is also Miami, where if there's a party going on, that none of you, none of them are going to be there. So that's why I think if the Knicks, the Knicks need to win Game Five at home, because I think also the fact that Jimmy Butler is one of those players that if you know he's gonna, if he knows he's gonna win, he's stepping on your throat. We've seen it yes. time and time and time again with him. He will step but on also, that throat. I don't know if you. Remember when the last time the Knicks were in Miami, it was pretty much MSG South. So That's if true. the Knicks fans take over Miami like they did during the regular season, because there was a game I watched where literally I thought I was at Madison Square Garden. And if the Knicks take that home advantage away, it's over for the Heat. Yeah, so I can agree to I'm, that. I am going to keep, you know, staying positive. My Knicks are in the playoffs. I'm enjoying it. I'm savoring it. I need to go find me a Jalen Brunson jersey to wear. Um, it's sold out everywhere, which is bullshit. So, but yeah, that's what that's my thoughts on the Knicks series. What else you got? Well, let's dive over to the other series in the West. Uh, I've said that so many times on the podcast. On episodes when we're together, the Nuggets have to win this series or else 
they got to blow it all up. And right Dude. now, it looks like it could happen. Kevin, you can order your team. You can order Jalen Brunson jersey for $120 on the team shop on the NBA store.com. On the NBA store. All right. Yeah. True. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll see if there's any coupons via Fanatics that I can use. Oh, there's got to be. There's always, like, put my press this button here and save 5%. They always have some crazy promotion. Yeah, there's always some type of promotion going on. Oh, wait, Fanatics. Let's just see. I'll click on it. Yeah. Uh, but it's, get... it's got to be, like, a, Ni- like the, a Nike jersey. Can't be no damn Fanatics jersey because those fan. jerseys are trash. It's Fanatics jersey. All right. Thumbs That's down. It. I'll wait till next year if I have to. Go to the NBA Store's website. That's all you gotta do. What if I just go to MSG? Then I can do it that way. From if I need to get it. There you go. You need to do that. Um, but I'm more surprised that they're they are up to two zero already. And Chris Paul is out. Yeah, I saw that. Talk about bad luck. Talk about you are fuck now. <laughs> like. I'm sorry. You just lost your best point guard in a long time. And I'm no offense, but Devin Booker ain't no point guard. And, you know, Payne is not a, he's an okay backup. Who's, who's going to step in? Nobody at this point. Like, it, it's rough. It is rough for them. But, yeah, I'm excited for Denver. I'm a big fan of them. Big fan of Jamal Murray. Um, I really, I I love the Joker watching him play. I really, I if if the Phoenix Suns get swept, which I don't think will happen, but if they did, damn, that's Dude, all I gotta say. That's crazy. They have they played Monday night, right? They don't play again until Sunday. That's a nice break. Damn. Like, damn. Like, I take that. Like, shit. Like. Yeah. Let's just see the Boston Celtics. You know, this is game two here. Let's see when they're going to play again. Their next game will be Sunday or May. It would be Friday and Sunday. Mm. What the fuck? What? How the heck are the Nuggets in the. Sun's getting such a break. Oh, you know why? <laughs> no, I know why. Because the series with the Kings, with the with the uh, Warriors. Warriors, Kings went to seven, so mm-hmm. it pushed the start of the Lakers uh, Warriors series out, and they have it like time slotted to finish up around the same time, so no one has yeah uh, too big of an advantage to rest. Yes, that makes sense. But damn. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um, but so let's see what happens. I I don't think the Nuggets will sweep them. I think the Suns will at least pull off one victory in Phoenix. Yeah. Um, that crowd, I've been there. It 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 does get crazy. So we shall see. But let's talk about the game that's going on right now and about the team that matters. Just kidding. Your team matters too, Kevin. <laughs> I promise. I'm Shout probably. out to you. What's the score right now? I can't see it. Uh, 40 to 32 Celtics with eight minutes left in the second quarter. All right. There you go. Yeah. Celtics are winning. Yeah. I, I, I would hope your Celtics win because I would hate to have to do, see the Sixers 
if any Philly sports team getting any more like celebrating, I just I just can't I do it. I can't. Not this year. Like literally can just lose and maybe next year. Next year can be yes. your time. Exactly. Unless the Eagles win the Super Bowl, then I don't want anyone else in Philly to win. Oh no, absolutely not. Don't even talk about football like right now. I'm I'm over that. We have to talk about football because oh, yeah, that's coming up. That's, that's coming next. Up, so, like we both said, Celtics need to win. Celtics win this game tonight. Big, gotta be big. Ties series up one one. Then they go back to Phil. Then they go to Philly. Uh, they'll play Friday night, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, if needed. I believe mm. is the that's when it ends. Would be next Saturday at the latest. Um. I think this goes six. I do. I don't think this is a, I don't think it's seven. Um, it'll be pretty damn close, but it, it is going to be a hard fought series for both teams. I think it is going to actually, I think the Celtics losing game one, though, as a Celtics fan, it sucks to lose that game. Mm-hmm. It was good because it's eye opening and being like, what are you doing? They couldn't rotate on the three. They were playing horrible defense at times. It, they at one point had like four times, like three three times the amount of turnovers the 76ers had. Like just bad, bad basketball. So I'm happy that they're playing tonight. They should hopefully have a good game and we'll see. But it's still early. It's still only the first half. So see what happens in the second half. And maybe if I stay awake, just watch it. Uh, but let's talk about. The past weekend, the NFL draft. We talked about it last week with Chris. We're talking about our teams, what we, what our hopes were for our teams. Um, I don't think any of us got it right on what we wanted. You did, Kevin, technically. And Chris did. Both of yeah. you guys got, got your picks that you wanted. Yeah. Um, so that's fantastic. But let's kind of let's touch base about us, this. Shout out to us guessing the right thing too. I'm just shocked Joey Porter Jr. went in the second round, the first pick in the second round. Yeah, me That's too. Sad, but I do love the video of him and his Joey Porter and Joey Porter Jr. talking at the draft, and his dad being like, "Now you show him how pissed off you are. Now you oh, show yeah. them when you get out there, you do it." And it's like, "All right, let's go. I like it." Um. Yeah. And then, of course, the Eagles are now known as the Philadelphia Dogs. Crazy. How the? I know. Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. It's nuts. I don't know. But shout out to the Bulldogs. They... Putting in players left and right like they're Bama. That's true. Um, what are your overall thoughts about the draft? Like the past, the the whole weekend, everything. So many trades. Forty three. Yeah, as you, a, you wrote. Yeah, as the most ever. Yeah. Um, I'm and happy most with quarterbacks what... ever taken. Really, I did not know that. I think eleven or twelve quarterbacks were taken. Uh. I I it was lots of suspense. 
Like, that's why I think I talked about it on our draft episode. There's really no planning for it because mm-hmm. you have no idea who's going to trade up who, who's going to take what. It's out of control. Um, But for me personally, watching my Steelers, I love the pick that they did with that offensive lineman, Broderick Jones. You're welcome. Um, yep. Shout out to you guys for that one. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. I wanted from the jump, and I was a little concerned, but then when I realized, oh, my God, we have the first pick in the second round. He's just going to fall into our laps. It's like almost we kind of knew that was going to happen. Uh, but the one person that I'm, there's two people I'm excited for, uh, linebacker Nick Herbig. Uh, it's uh, He's from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. His brother, Nate, recently just signed with the Steelers, coming Ooh. from the Jets, uh, both from Hawaii. And he was there when uh, his brother got the call that he's going to be a Steeler, and they're freaking hype. So that's going to be really cool. Hopefully he turns out to be solid linebacker for us. But the one I like, I really like Darnell Washington, the tight end. He that was one. one the- he was, what, second or third round? Yeah. That – Yeah. I think he's going to be – He's going to be special. If he can just – he can be really something special. I don't want to jinx it, uh, but, you know, you have Friar Muth on one end. You put this guy on the other end. He's a big dude. He can block. Uh, I mean – They call imagine, him an extra line uh, – offensive lineman because of how big he is. Like, I can you – and can you imagine this huge offensive lineman catching some passes and he's out for, like, a route? And run the way he runs. Yeah, who's going to try and take this guy down? So, yeah, shout out to the Steelers. I thought every – I think everybody on this draft class could do something for our team currently. So, I'll give my Steelers – I'll give my Steelers a good grade. Passing grade. What about you? Well, I thought the draft, like you said, it is – you never know what's going to happen except really the first pick. Yeah, that's really right, yeah. Um, the only thing that you know. I was more shocked that Anthony Richardson went as high as he did. I honestly thought Will Levis was gonna go early. Um but he fell into the second round. To Titans got a steal. Yeah. I hundred percent think they got the steal of the draft with being able to take Will Levis. Um you get a little bit better of a quarterback there. Um, overall, I love the Patriots' first round pick. I though I really did want did want them to get a wide receiver. I thought the wide receivers were good in this draft. I think we missed on that. But you just got a stud at cornerback who's six foot two. He's tall. He's lanky. And he's from one of my other f- favorite college football programs, the Oregon Ducks. So, oh yeah, Gonzalez, that's right. I'll take that. Do you see what he did when he got drafted? And afterwards, he opened up his jacket. The Colombian flag. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, that was cool. Um, so I do like that. He was a top ten pick going into this draft, so he dropped to seventeen, where we were. Um, I also just love the fact that we traded with the Steelers to give the middle finger to the Jets so that they couldn't get the <laughs> offensive lineman that they wanted. 
I thought that was great. Um, and then let's just kind of walk through the one. So there's going to be two guys I really like, and that I think will be a good, will be good for us. I really doing more reading about this guy is Keon white. Mm. The linebacker from Georgia tech. Okay. This dude, I read his, you know, after he got drafted, they interview you and all that. I read what he said. He goes, I'm not a big frills. I'm not a big flashy human being. He goes, that's why I like the page. That's why I think the Patriots are perfect for me. Patriots don't do that stuff. It's not flashy. It's not grandiose. It is. Here's what it is. Go get it. Be done. And like they showed his video when he got drafted by the Patriots. He's literally like this. No smile, no nothing. That like, all right, all right. I'll take it. I think he's going to be a good backup his rookie year, but they say he is a hard hitting DN linebacker, um, kind of like a Dietrich Wise kind of mm-hmm. type player. So I'm intrigued to see what he'll do. Um, I think they picked him up just in case Judon doesn't come back after next year because I think his contract's up after next season, after the 2024 season. So you just kind of sure up that defense. Um, and then I know this is going to sound really weird that I'm going to say, I like this pick, but I really did like the pick of the punter. Hey, there ain't nothing wrong with the punter. Mainly because we had no punter. Actually, no, we did. We'd signed one punter in the off season. So we'll see if he sticks out or if this guy sticks, but the guy from Michigan State, he wore he wears glasses. He looks like a, a buffoon. He's hysterical. <laughs> he went to Michigan State as a walk-on, got cut, and was a video guy for them for a year or two, fought back to get his spot, and became the best punter in the Big 12, and was up for um, the punter of the year in college football. Oh, there's a, the Ray Guy Award? Yeah, right? thank you. And it, he averaged like 48 yards a punt. And they were showing some of his punts. He's pinning guys within in the five-yard line. It's legit. So if you have that come in, that's fantastic. Um, overall, I say we did okay. I think a lot of the draft places are giving the Patriots a B, B plus. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm giving a B minus, C plus. Mm-hmm. Mainly because they didn't hit on all the things that they needed to hit on. You got a cornerback. Great. I love that. But then you went and took two wide receivers later. One that's okay. One that I can see you're going to use as a, maybe a punt returner, special teams. Or, but you also then, in the seventh round, picked the only HBCU kid, which Sanders gave us a huge hype for. Cornerback from Jackson From Jackson State. State. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But like you... You have you took one, two, but you took three cornerbacks. You only took you took three offensive line kind of guys. I it's just I think we missed on this. And what and that's what kind of sucks is that we've the past two drafts we've missed. So we'll see what they do. 
I don't think I think the offseason they're still not done with what's going to happen in the next steps, but that's to be seen. Um overall B B minus for the Patriots. Um but who do you think out of the whole draft player team? Who do you think won and who do you think lost this draft? Hmm. And we I can't mean, say our teams because the we've Eagles. Eagles, I felt like one just landing those two guys mm-hmm. from Georgia. The the Eagles defense is already as stingy as can be. They just got even better with Jalen Carter, especially with all the talk about uh with Carter and you know all of his like off the field stuff. If he gets his shit together, like they they're gonna wind up with a hell of a player. Um and loser. Also, also, don't forget they got DeAndre Swift. Yes, from Detroit. Like, they traded to get Swift. And that's another one that like I was, I was gonna say, like I I, I don't know, do I wanna call them losers for it, but Oh, the Lions for taking a guy that should have been drafted in the third round. Yeah, I mean that was I didn't understand that pick of Jameer Gibbs. I would Yeah, I like I know he's a great running back and all, but I I they have so much more they gotta fix. Crazy. But yeah, those are the, the ones that stand out in my mind. I'm like kind of like looking at grades to see what were like worse than that. But let me see. So I'm just kind of going through this. Eh, not too bad. There be Cowboys got a C plus according to CBS Sports. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah Did just... you see uh Micah Parsons during the draft when the when this Eagles selected Jalen Carter? Wait, he, he got up and said, "I'm done. I'm out of here." <laughs> oh, I, oh God. Wow, you know what's funny? As much as I maybe said about the Lions, the Lions, according to CBS Sports, A minus. They didn't. I think after the Jameer Gibbs pick, they did actually solid afterwards. They did. Oh, yeah. Look like, at, check, check this out. So Jameer Gibbs, the grade they gave him a D. Right. After that, linebacker Jack Campbell, A plus, Sam Laporta, A. Brian Branch from Alabama, safety A. They got Hendon Hooker, Hooker. B minus. Eh, rough D plus for Broderick Martin, defensive tackle. And then C, and then they ended with an A and Antoine Green for North Carolina in the seventh round. Dude, they, though they didn't, their first round pick was horrible. I think they did a phenomenal job afterwards. Um, I'm going to go with certain. I got a couple. So I honestly think the Seattle Seahawks crushed this draft. Okay. Better at the cornerback position with with Witherspoon. And then they also had their own pick. Because that Witherspoon pick was a trade, was part of the Broncos trade. Mm -hmm. Then they got Jackson Smith Najabe. You're going to put him with... Metcalf and Lockett and your running backs. Okay. Gino's gonna have 
just dump it. He he's going back to West Virginia days with this kid. He's gonna he's gonna have a field day. Oh yeah. So I think they did well there. Um, I don't really know much of these other guys. I know um, that they mentioned that you know Penny Mc, Mc, uh, McIntosh, who is their last round pick, the seventh round pick, is a decent running back. So that should be good. Um, I'm definitely gonna have to agree. The Eagles probably won the overall draft itself. Um, let's see. Then the Vikings did really well, especially taking Jordan Addison, him and um, Justin Jefferson on the outside is going to be crazy to see every week. Um, <laughs> I The team that I think that missed big time and it's because of their own doing I honestly have to say it's the 49ers. I don't According think they, CBS sports B minus. I, I but looking at their grades. Ooh. Like they took a punter in the third round. Okay. They took the only reason, and that was their first original pick in the draft. Was that third they, round pick? They, they took a yeah, Jake Moody at pick 99. But they also took a guy, Zaire Brown from Penn State, who was a cornerback. Or safety, rather. And they mm-hmm. traded to get up to that position. Mm. But they just... They, there's nothing here that sits there and says, oh, this is a fantastic draft. This is great. Um, So I'll give them that. I do think that the Jets whiffed on this draft, too. They So when I was watching everything about the Will McDonald tr- uh, pick that they had at 15, basically they just said that was the best available guy and they were kind of just tossed up in the air because of the trade between the Patriots and the Steelers. It really messed with what their thought process was going on. Um, so I think that's big. And then I, the other team or the, the player, I think that is going to be that crushed it that I'm so happy for is Robinson. EJ Robinson. I think he's going to be phenomenal for the Falcons. He went to the Falcons, right? Yeah. That boy, he is going to eat down that division. He is going to be a stud. That's what my thoughts are. I love BJ Robinson. I thought he's been phenomenal. They gave this great this pick a ninety six. So yeah. Do you want to know? It's hilarious. You so what? like you said, Bijan Robinson. They gave him a ninety six out of a hundred. Mm-hmm. CBS Sports gave the pick of Bijan Rod- Robinson a D. Wow. Yeah, and their overall their draft is at a, a C. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, super and that's where it's super interesting. It's all perception and everything, because wow. But I is. don't I didn't think I didn't think the Falcons were like that bad, but yeah, right after really, Cleveland. They didn't Cleveland take Brown anyone C-plus. that was that was like yeah. significant for what they needed. But yeah, it makes sense. I think the one player that kind of that is gonna be a little bit more of a tougher sell for a lot of guys and lot you look at it all. I I think is going to be the pick of the uh the Cowboys, Mazzy Smith. So mm. he is a good player. If you're getting drafted, you're a great player. It does not matter. Yeah. But they're saying the downside to him is short arms, 
He's very big. And it doesn't have the best side-to-side movement. Though they show pictures of him or videos of him jumping and doing all this crazy stuff. That's fantastic. But like that is the thought is like he was not someone they expected to be in that position. They expected him second round. So we'll see. Like some of these guys could be fantastic and some of these guys could totally suck. Yeah, you um, know what's crazy? You're the one of the lower grades from CBS Sports is unfortunately your Patriots. Well, CBS Sports can yeah. suck it. It's crazy. It's that's how crazy how like perceptions could just be like so like different. And it my God, you guys have so many picks. Like one, two, we had three, eleven four, picks. Five. Yeah, like good God. Just well, trapped uh, everybody at this rate. So we do need to read Andrew's uh draft analysis for his bills yes, because he's yes. not here tonight with us. So um he did say he wrote the hills, not the bills in his text message. So that's kind of funny. But the bills did well, I think. Dalton will help keep us um run 12 sets better, which is where we've been, especially weak. And it's he's been compared to some of the greats. So I think it should be should help Josh out a bit. We also grabbed a wide receiver from Florida that looks pretty dirty, not going to lie. So I'm excited about, about that. Solid OL moves and a CB or cornerback, if you don't know what that is, that could def be good and probably won't get a ton of playing time, but we'll see. Uh, they should. Yeah. They also made some trades since the draft grab and grabbed the, the RB, uh, which – I, which I was cool with, too. Uh, 8.2 out of 10. All right. Okay. So, and CBS Sports said that the Buffalo Bills graded out overall as a team. B+. Plus. Yeah, Dalton Kincaid is definitely a good pick. Um, they gave that pick a C, but the next two in the second, third round gave uh, the Bills an A. So. Oh, the offensive guard? Yeah. They did need guard help. Um, they replaced the kid who went to the to, who went to you guys, uh, or the Bears wherever, um, with an inside linebacker. Justin's shorter. He's not that good. I was reading up on him. That's not a good pick. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say that, Andrew. That's not a good pick. There's a lot of better wide receivers to take over him. He wasn't that productive at, at Florida, overall. Um. We already mentioned it. We're definitely disappointed in West Virginia not being able to show up the way we thought they would. Um, but let's talk about this. I, I I like this part of the draft is the aftermath. So the undrafted free agents that get signed sometimes a minute after the draft. Sometimes it's a couple of days. But my Patriots went and signed the biggest contract in undrafted free agency history with the kid from Louisville, Malik Cunningham, the quarterback. Mm. He got $30,000 guaranteed and the contracts for $200,000 a year. That's pretty dang good for an undrafted free agent. Yeah. My thought is, and I could be totally off because we have three quarterbacks already in the room, right? Mm -hmm. We have Jones, we have Zappi, and we have the kid that came from Carolina, or not Carolina, but the Cardinals, and played for the uh, Ravens prior, sorely. 
Yes, yes, yes. So we have those guys. I like that draft. I like that quarterback room. Um, I think Malik Cunningham is going to come in, and they're going to convert him from a uh, quarterback to a wide receiver. I think Ooh. that's the goal. Mainly because they say he's an athletic freak. We'll see. I'd like to see that happen. I'm cool with that. <laughs> if the Patriots do that. <laughs> but that's that's what I've got. I, I think. Let's see. Yeah, record-breaking undrafted money. Spent oh my god, he spent five years at Louisville, threw for 9,660 yards, 70 touchdowns, while also being a dynamic runner, produced 13 3,179 yards rushing and 50 touchdowns. He tied the school record with Lamar Jackson for that, for the touchdowns. Mm. Um, This report's saying, is this a potential to grab him to be a Lamar Jackson backup or something? Like a, not backup, but like replacement for the Patriots because apparently they were in talks about trying to get Lamar. Um, Mm -hmm. But last year, the Patriots did the same thing. We took Derek King from Miami. We signed him as a UDFA and released him in like a week. (laughs) so we'll see it's we'll see what they do but they're still doing voluntary mini camps uh players are all there for every team now so workouts have been have begun rookie mini camp should start next week i think we have a couple west virginia guys that have got to go to that so we'll see what happens um but let's quickly talk about hockey i really have nothing to say besides the bruins suck um, and my to- Rangers lost to the Devils. Uh, our sad teams. face. Our teams suck. We're going. But to they go. were great. They were great. Was, I will say, up until this round, the NA so like the NHL playoffs were very exciting to watch. If you caught some of them, lots of series that went longer than expected. Yep. So you know, kudos to the NHL for putting on some good sport product for us sports fans to watch. Sad my Rangers lost, but uh yeah, it is what it is. I'm in the same boat, but that's all I've got. Kevin, did we miss anything tonight? I don't think we did. I see we have trivia, so I'm gonna close this out so we can do trivia. Oh boy, Kevin's excited. Oh my god. All right, so tonight's trivia, it is NBA basis. Um, of course, but which NBA player was awarded the first finals MVP despite playing for the losing team. Oh, I want to say Will Chamberlain because he had lost to Bill Russell. That is incorrect. Damn it. That's really sad. Do you have another guess? I'll give you one more guess. Now, was I thinking like that same time frame or you were like it? Correct time frame. Oh, uh, just man. so you know, before you answer, West Virginia baseball beat University of Pittsburgh 10 nothing. Love that. Let's go. Let's go. Good times. Okay. Oh, my God. 
There's a name that I have, but I he. Oh, I'm gonna be kicking myself after. I'm gonna. I don't have another guess. You are definitely gonna kick yourself. He has a number retired. He's also. Um. No, it's usually on here. Uh, this. Are you kidding? It's Jerry. Jerry West lost to the Boston Celtics, even though oh, the Celtics man. won the series. Jerry West was named the finals MVP. MVP you know what's year. funny? So I wasn't thinking him. He was going to be like my second guess. I was thinking of a guy that used to play for the Hawks. And it was like something from that era. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah, no. He I... is a Hall of Famer. He's on the list and everything. But I I thought it was, thought it was somewhere there, like. Lou Pettit or something weird like that. Nope. The logo himself, dude. Yes. Well, that's, that's all we got scary. tonight, guys. So, yeah. Kevin, you, you can get us out of here if you want. It's time. Yes, people. Outro time. Uh, Hope everybody will. I, we, it's a Wednesday recording instead of our, our normal Monday. Kevin needed to go take some yoga. So we got that yoga in. Uh, But yeah. Outro time. If you guys are watching this on the YouTube, please continue to watch us on the YouTube and feel free to like, comment, and subscribe. It's the page is called the Manly Musings Podcast. So uh make sure you go ahead and do that. If you want to just listen to us, don't even want to see our faces. We are I don't available. Blame you. It's crazy. We are available via Apple Podcasts, via Spotify, via, via Google Play, and via Amazon Play. You can follow us on our Instagram at the Manly Musings Pod. Follow Mary at his Instagram at uh, Merit underscore P. Follow me at KQA with six two four. And yeah, I'm gonna have a very busy weekend this weekend as I'm gonna be officiating my second wedding. So shout out to my friends Jess and Derek for that. I'm excited to do it for y'all. And yeah, let's have a great rest of the week. Cinco de Mayo is Friday. Enjoy that as well. Take a drink. Yes, and good night. Peace, y'all.